everyone and welcome back to Ian Hates Music. My name is Ian and this is now kind of tradition. We are doing part whatever because I don't actually know what we're going to call it. It's part whatever of the anniversary show for Ian Hates Music and I have returning friend of the show Grace Sorensen of Charlatan. Also Sex Cells which we will get into for sure. <laughs> the thing that is going to make him super famous Grace Sorensen Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Oh, hello, hello. Thanks, man. <laughs> I'm glad you brought up sex sales right at the top. Well, I figure you got to put that shit forward. You know what I mean? You got to get the yeah. marketing out. You got to talk about that stuff. And that's what we're here to do. We are, we are here to promote sex sales. <laughs> Dude, that's so funny. <laughs> I love it. I got to tell you, when I saw you start talking about that shit, I, I just clung on to it. And I can't tell you how many times I listened to both of those tracks. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm actually working on an EP right now. It was supposed to be out like before even the new year. Okay. But I just I kinda got distracted. Gotcha. Well you've been doing what? a ton, which we'll get into as well. But so you are really having a legitimate EP come out for sex cells. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> very, very nice. Now look, I wanted to congratulate you on you have a Christmas song. That was one of the two tracks you put out. You know now that was probably the smartest thing you've ever done because now <laughs> every single year, people are going to be like, hey, remember, we got to listen to that Sex Sells track. Like, we have exactly. to. That is, that's but I think I looked, at, I looked at the analytics of it the other day, and I think it only had like 66 view, or listens. <laughs> well, then so. I apologize because I'm 60 plus i guess so yeah well i'm probably fine. six of them you can be 60 I'll, I'll be the other six all right we got to get another six on there because then that's metal exactly yeah let's get 600 more listens <laughs> between you and me i think we can do it we can do this so let me <laughs> please tell me a little bit about that and obviously we have a lot to talk about but tell me a little bit about that tell me about the process of first of all wanting to do that and then also what it's like putting an ep together so it was funny because I would be at work and well, I'll, I'll get into a longer story after this. Okay. okay. All right. So I, I found that Instagram is really fun after I had been off social media for a good, like 10 months. Yeah. I mean, let me, and I'll just interject for a second. You guys don't do a whole lot on Twitter at all. So really I think Instagram is more your thing, right? Yeah, well, I literally don't know how to use Twitter. I am, 
Like, I don't know how. I, I've kind of got the Instagram thing follow, or like uh, figured out, mm-hmm. like on how to get like followers and all that kind of stuff. But like Twitter, I have no idea. I don't even know how to like, I don't know what the difference is between like retweeting or like quote tweeting. Wow. Or, yeah, like I, I don't know, like, is it preferable to like like something or I, I don't know what, I don't, I, I just, I never understood it. I never figured it out. I wish but I've I never did. tried. Right, right. <laughs> that's, well, that's, yeah, you would have you would have picked up on it very simply. But yeah, no, I totally get it. And I actually wish I didn't know how to do anything with Twitter because I fucking hate it. So I I totally get it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, okay, where were we? Oh, so I, I figured out like that Instagram can actually be really fun, just on my own personal page. Right. And, uh, so then I was like, ah, I'll start making these stupid, like stories. I, I was really into like making these Instagram stories just cause I could have a funny idea, put it out there and like not care what it looks like or sounds like or anything. I mean, I work with, or I, I do auto body and I do Bondo and my cameras are literally covered in Bondo dust. Ah. So like none of it looks good right, at all. Right. And so that cracked me up too, that like everybody's worried about things being quality and like, I don't give a fuck about the quality of my shit. (laughs) I don't know. It just makes me laugh. Yeah. No, I think we were, we were talking about that, right? I mean, I don't think anyone cares about quality anymore. No, I, but unless it's pictures and videos, like on Instagram, I think that's the only thing that people care about Yeah, yeah. is just the way it looks. Right. Right. And, uh, so I'm at work one day and I get to work like three hours before everybody because I like to leave three hours before everybody. Right. And it's like still dark outside and I'm up on this scaffolding working on this semi truck and I start doing this, like recording this video of me making noises like, wow, 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 wow. <laughs> and then I kind of took the tempo of that and I made up this rhyme about uh, bone and bean soup, which is soup made out of the carcasses of <laughs> kitties and leashless dogs because I got sick of leashless dogs running around my fucking apartment <laughs> complex. And so then I made this rap and it was just noises. Then I would cut to me rapping. Then I'd make noises and then cut to it rapping. Right. And like a day later, I was like, fuck, that'd be really funny if I could figure out how to make like just a, a real song out of this, you know, like a one minute song on logic. And so I started messing with the synthesizers and stuff and getting close to what the noises were that were coming from my mouth. Mm-hmm. And then I recorded me rapping over it. And I was when I first did it, I spent like, I don't know, at max, like an hour and a half working on this stupid song. <laughs> this is like a one minute clip. And I'm fucking drunk, just fucking <laughs> hammered. And then trying to line up the video, the original video, mm-hmm. with my um, with my new song that I had just created. Right. And it lined up pretty well. And I was like, holy fuck, this is really funny. Nice. And good job, Gray. Yeah. You know? And so <laughs> I then I did that. another one. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck, this is so funny. And then, like, so then I was like trying to think of more videos to do like that just because it was cracking me up. And finally I like, I think it was, um, Oh, 
God, I don't remember which came first. It was either, no, I think it was the thanks bitch video that I did. Okay. (laughs) And it was because I woke up on Thanksgiving and Jessica like was like, or saw me wake up and she goes, good morning. And I go, thanks bitch. And (laughs) then I just started doing that all throughout the day. Like somebody would do something and I'd be like, thanks bitch. Right, of course. So I'm at my family Thanksgiving, like videoing people and stuff. I'm like, this is going to make a funny fucking rap video. Right. And I hurry and did that. And I was like, God damn, this is fun. And so then I just started making these rap songs. The problem is, is I actually, I made that Thanks Bitch song. And then I made the song about being a cam girl. Uh-huh. And um, I think I deleted, it was either both or the Thanks Bitch one and or just the thanks bitch one and i i really hope it was at least just thanks bitch and i still have the cam girl one because i want i turned that into a actual like full-length song oh. to put on the ep okay and <laughs> i don't know man it's just it's fucking funny and it cracks me up and that's why i do it no man and that's i mean honestly that's what i like to hear and i think people who listen will like to hear that as well because yeah You've got Instagram, you've got the Facebook stories as well, and you're just doing these short clips where you're just saying random stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. Yeah. Like, and if I works. have a thought and it makes me laugh, I'll record it and put it on my Instagram story. And then I just share it to my Facebook story through Instagram. Exactly. Exactly. It's all be- Okay, so this is how that started. Okay. So why, like, I got into Instagram stories. So I told you I hit my head, right? Yes, I was actually going to bring that up later, but yeah, that was a you had a pretty big fall, right? Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was insane. I fell, uh, yeah, I fell like twelve, fifteen feet and uh, hit my head on a metal pole. That's insane, and it was pretty gnarly. Yeah, it like it literally made me retarded for two months. Like, Jeez. and like I know that's not PC, but like I don't it, care. it literally retarded my ability to go through life. Like, like seriously, if I, if I didn't get better, I, I totally would have just ate a gun. Damn. See, that's insane. I, I remember talking to you at that time and you were out of it. You were completely Mm -hmm. out of it at that point. So yeah, that's, that's insane to think that you were that close to something really terrible happening. Oh yeah. I was an inch away from my brainstem. Like it (sighs) jostled it up really hard, but. You know, I was either going to be crippled, like, I mean, if if I would have fell just a little bit different, you know, I could have been crippled or dead, you know, it's, it was just that easy. Wow. And like, right after it happened, I was like, watching the video and it actually gave me a whole, well, we'll have to get into that too after this (laughs) little, like, uh, anecdote, but, um, it gave me like a whole new outlook on life. Mm. It really did. And then, uh, so while I'm getting better, just back to the Instagram thing, Mm -hmm. is while I'm getting better, um, I, one night I went to bed at like three in the morning. I was like, okay, I've got to go to sleep, you know? And I just couldn't. And I laid in bed till like 5.30 in the morning. And I'm like, okay, well, sun's coming up. I'm getting up. So I started recording just like an Instagram video. It was something about like me waking up. And then for the next 
three hours I was walking around my apartment doing these little Instagram stories. One, because it was funny, but two, because it was because like I was literally losing my mind and I wanted like evidence of it. Right. You know, because in the middle of it, I was going, this isn't normal. I don't feel normal. I'm like, I'm something's happening and I need to at least like one, get a joke out of it. But like two, have evidence of like, fuck, Gray just lost his mind that day, you know? Hey, that's smart. That is actually smart. Yeah, yeah. So I was doing these stories and just laughing my ass off, but also like on the verge of tears because I was losing my fucking mind. And then like I finally fell asleep. I don't know. At this point, I'd been up like 36 hours or something like that. Oh, yeah. And I finally fell asleep, woke up, and I felt better, you know, but just like back to my normal retarded self. (laughs) Like, not my original retarded right, self, but, like, right. my retarded retarded self. And, uh, like, I started watching these videos, and I was laughing really hard. I was like, fuck, these are funny. I should keep doing stuff like this. Yeah. And that's when I found out. It was like, oh, okay, I'm just going to keep doing these Instagram stories because it's funny. Right, right, right. Yeah. Wow, that's so, – hey, I don't think anyone else – or. I mean, I'm sure there are people that have harrowing stories and how they got it, but like most of us, we just use Instagram for a promotion of whatever we're doing, and you're you're taking it in a completely different direction that I enjoy. Right. Okay, so back to my other story, right? Exactly. Uh, so with this video that, it was a security cam video that caught me actually falling off the ladder, mm-hmm. and I was watching that, and I wasn't immediately like broken from it. Mm-hmm. What, what ended up happening is I got uh, what is called post-concussive syndrome. Oh, sure. So, but like the doctor, he didn't even like acknowledge the fact that I ever had a concussion. So oh. I, I spent this whole like two month process working with like workers comp and all this kind of bullshit mm-hmm. trying to figure out what was wrong. So, but originally I was fine, you know, and the doctor, I was just like, yeah, I hit my head really fucking hard. In fact, the doctor was walking out of the room and I had been there for three hours. They took an x-ray of my back and shit. Yeah. I was like, dude, do I have a concussion? And he like just turns around. He's maybe six feet away from me. He just like looks at me. He's like, "Eh, no, you're fine. I'm like, (laughs) okay. And so through that weekend, I wasn't really doing anything because it was, the weekend of my birthday mm-hmm. and I had been off work because I got hurt and they're like, nah, just don't finish out the week. Um, come in next week. Right. So all throughout that weekend, I'm basically just laying down and taking it easy because my body hurts from, from the fall. Mm-hmm. But then on like Monday I go back to work and I'm like, Holy shit, like something is wrong. And that's when actually the problem started hitting me because I was actually trying to use my brain at work and do all these things. Ah, uh, okay. Um, so before that, I'm like, fine. And because of this video, you know, I like, I, I literally was like watching myself and I was like, fuck man, I, I could have just died. Right. You know? Yeah. And I, I'm really taking, and I, I watched that video. I still do. Even when I get down today, like mm-hmm. I just, I watched that video and I'm like, I'm not dead. Yeah. Cool. Right. And, um, you know, like it changed my whole outlook on things is like one thing that I think probably the biggest thing that I got out of it besides like not being dead 
right. is just that I'm I'm no longer doing things unless I enjoy it. Like, my stance is I will not do something unless it's a thing that I would pay to do. Ah, all right. So, like, like let's take podcasting. Because tr- I tried – I recorded my first episode of my own podcast. Oh. When, like, the day after the fall. Oh, that's – okay, all right. And I was like, okay, like a podcast. You right. know, I'm probably going to put money into this and stuff. Sure. And, it, like, probably no one's ever going to hear it. But I, 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 have, I haven't even released one, you know? Right. But my mindset is, okay, I won't do this unless I would pay to do it. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'd pay to do a podcast. Yeah. And so I, I mean, I, I charge I, you a lot to be on this show, so. <laughs> exactly. You know, I, I've had to save up all year just to get back on. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, but. Like then with music, you know, it's like, okay, would I pay to do that? Mm-hmm. And I actually found out there's a lot of aspects of music that no, I won't pay to do that. Ah, okay. And so like there's there's a lot of like things about music that I stopped doing. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, I'm not gonna I'm not going to do that because I wouldn't pay to do that. Okay. But then there's some parts that I would, you know. And then, like, uh, I just barely started doing comedy, like stand-up comedy. That's awesome. And All right. And what would I pay to do that? Yeah, I would. Okay. So, and I I pretty much do, (laughs) like, (laughs) every week just to, you know, do open mics and shit between driving and then, like, ordering drinks or whatever at the club and then parking. It's like, yeah, I pretty much pay to do stand-up right now. Wow. And wait, have you not to interrupt there, but have you actually posted any of that kind of stuff? Because I thought I saw a mention of that, but I'm surprised I haven't seen like, is there anyone that's actually filmed you doing like a set or anything? Yeah, so I do have like a couple sets that I had my buddy film. I record every one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, the thing is, is I'm so new at it. Well, right, right, right. And well, Here's another thing is that I'm like pretty okay at this. Okay. Going, going with like other open micers, you know, there's, there's some open micers that I do this with that I just go like, okay, you suck. Well, sure. You know? And so like, I know who I'm better than. And I also know that I'm not the fucking best open micer that ever existed. And it's like, Oh fuck, (laughs) that's funny. You know? In fact, I mean, I think pretty much every, person that is just an open mic or sucks right right you know but it's just a matter of what degree do you suck (laughs) it's a good way to put it yeah and so i on if i ever actually do release a podcast you know like of my own Mm -hmm. one of the segments i think i want to do is just take all these sets that i sit there and listen to and like rewrite right and try and like critique them okay throughout a podcast i think it'd be really fun and funny to do yeah i could see that working yeah very cool. or it would suck really bad well sure. <laughs> i mean the thing is is uh, stand-up is the hardest thing i have ever done in my life right right no yeah. i mean i i hear that is one thing i mean i've done this show for you know for whatever years i've you know i did regular radio for a while 
So I, I totally get that part. I've always wanted to do stand-up, but it is extremely, extremely difficult because there's no other form of entertainment where people can verbally abuse you as they're the audience. Oh, yeah. And it's not like even like that. I got heckled once. Okay, this is a funny story. <laughs> All right. Um, so it was my first time at this other open mic, which is just at a fucking like dive bar. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm pretty sure we almost got booed off of this stage as a band one time. It's just a <laughs> shitty bar. Sure. But I, at this one, I was like, okay, there's no one here. It's like four other open micers in the bar. And then there's leftover crowd from, they have a trivia night right before they stand or do open mics. And there's this leftover crowd. And so I'm just reading through my notes, basically just like premises. And then as I'm on stage, maybe try and like think of some punchline, you know? Yeah. And just try and work out the idea on stage because I'm just there for the stage time anyways. And sorry, I just burped. I don't know if that picked up. <laughs> <It did. laughs> I've been drinking some beers. Not, hey, that's um, the way we do this podcast. And so one of the things was that I was trying to work on is just, I had this idea that isn't it kind of funny that the LGBTQ community plus whatever, they own all of the colors. Right. right. And right. As I said that, because that's how I wrote it down in my phone. I don't even know what the premise is. It's just that, like, that's the premise. And I read it like that off of my phone. Sure. And uh, there's this chick, and she's like, I'm 6'2", so she's probably 6'7". Whoa. Fucking, yeah. Okay. And she's got, like, a, she's got like a crew cut, like that flat top crew cut. Oh, sure. And, I, I mean, she looks like a, a, a mean Hank Hill or something you know what i mean and she goes what the fuck does that mean and i'm like all right chill out you know i can skip over this if you're gonna get so fucking pissed but there's this this girl in the front row that had been like laughing uh, laughing at everything i fucking said Mm -hmm. you know and immediately after that, she just stopped laughing and she would just kind of like bite her fist and turn into her boyfriend's shoulder. And after like the third joke after that, and she's just sitting there doing that, I'm like, hey, you know, you can laugh at me. Right. Like it's, and she's like, well, I feel like there's somebody behind me that would beat me up if I would. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck her. It's you and me. You know, like, right, right. just because she's bigger than me doesn't mean I can't beat her up. She's a woman, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and that's a joke, guys. It's just Yeah, everyone joke. calm down. Everyone in the audience right now, calm down. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. So that's, that's probably, like, the closest I've gotten heckled. Okay. Uh, I have another joke that I was, it was brand new. I've tried to work on it a couple times, but it's, about how to tell your 30-year-old girlfriend that The Little Mermaid isn't a good movie. And every time I just say that right there, yeah. there's somebody in the audience that goes, <clears throat> and I'm like, okay, I actually like the movie, but guess what? This is a fucking joke, you idiot. Yeah. Also, wait, so there are so many Disney heads in the audience that they're willing to actually verbally show their disgust for the beginning of a joke? There is at least one every time I've ever said that. That's so weird. But I look, I yeah. know a lot of Disney freaks. So 
I, oh, I, yeah. I get it. But then wouldn't you want to hear, like, wait, didn't, didn't they already say The Little Mermaid is like the worst movie ever because of that song where she doesn't get to say her consent for the kiss? Like, isn't that a thing now? Well, how about this? She's a 16-year-old girl that runs away from home because she saw a guy. Like, it's not very female positive in the first place. That's very true. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, at least in the book, she dies. Yeah. Hey, Gray, stop making fun of my favorite all-time movie, all right? <laughs> okay, sorry. Boo, heckle. Well, and the thing is, is, it's not a very good joke. But judge it by the joke. Right, like, right. at least... Don't do it off of the first fucking line, you know? <laughs> hey, by the way, yeah. Gray, did you move away from your phone? Uh, no. Is it harder to hear? I did move into a different room. Oh, okay. It was harder to hear for a little bit. If you're where you are right now is good. Okay. Whatever that, um, yeah, whatever that just change you did was, it's good. Okay. Yeah. I can also turn it up too, like on my end too, if you want to be in that other room. I just noticed a big drop, so I wasn't sure if it was something else. No, I'm kind of one of those, like, walk-in talkers. Right, You know what right. I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, that's totally fine. I just want to let you know, you can totally do that, and I can try and work the levels over here. That's fine. No, you're cool. I'll, I'll just uh, not do, or I'll just not go into that room. <laughs> okay. All right. Sorry, you know how sensitive I am on that stuff. No, you're cool, man. <laughs> All right. So here we go. We'll go back to, I'll take that part out, obviously. No, you're cool. You leave it in, man. That's the magic. Don't do <laughs> the, the work. The magic work. of podcasting. Would you pay to edit that out? No. No. And exactly. You know what, Great, And that's actually, that is a really good point. I like where you were going with, would you, you know, would I pay to do something? Because, yeah, I, I don't think people understand sometimes. I'm not changing what people say. In, especially on the you know the interview podcasts and stuff. I'm not changing what people say, but it takes about 18 plus hours to edit every single show that goes out. Yeah. And it's awful. And that's, uh, would you pay to do it? Absolutely not. Because if you think about it, if you take your time, you are. Yeah. You know, right. like if you add your, your time into like a, an hourly rate, like you would if you were working for somebody. Right. That's what you're doing. No, absolutely. No, that's very true. So let me let me ask you this then. So going off of what you said about, you know, changing your life for the better or, you know, wanting to only do certain things. So now is that why you also got engaged last year as well? Um no, uh I mean that that was before all oh. that even. Okay. Um so Here's the thing. I've been a fucking loser my whole life. <laughs> and, like, we just barely moved out of um, my girlfriend's mom's house mm-hmm. for the first time last year. So, you know, I'm, I'm 24 and just barely moving out of my girlfriend's mom's house. Gotcha. And I, uh, the thing, like, I... And my reasoning for even being there was like, okay, well, I'm making music, you know, and I'm saving money to fucking make music, and I'm fucking saving up for the studio, and I'm saving up for this, and I'm saving up for that. Right. And none of it made sense, you know, like, and um, me and my fiance, we actually, like, we went through a rough patch, okay. you know, mm-hmm. and to a, a point to where, like, we didn't even know if we were going to be together anymore. Oh, okay. 
And it, it got to this point to where it was like, you know, you work on you with or without me and I'll work on me with or without you. And then the thing is, is we both did it. We actually tried working on becoming good people mm -hmm. to ourselves. Right. And she wasn't a bad person. I mean, she was dealing with me. You know, how <laughs> bad of a person can you be if you're dealing with a fuck up like me the whole time? <laughs> and so she worked on herself and she she built up her own confidence. You know, she became less uh, like dependent on me, mm -hmm. you know, and like that was really cool to see. It was oh, just, sure. it was, and like, I think the thing is, is she actually worked past even needing me in her life. And I realized that, that she actually could like live without me. And I was like, Oh fuck. I don't know if I can live without her. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was kind of the thing is just like, man, I, I don't think I can live without her. And oh. she is at the point now where she totally could live without me. Oh, okay. Right. And so it was basically this thing of like, hey, you know, um, we had both worked on ourselves. And I was like, you know, like, you still want to do this? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, so do I. There you go. And yeah, no, it was just we grew without each other and then realized that we both really enjoyed the people that we grew into, you know? Right. So then what you're saying is you didn't have to ask, would I pay for this woman? No, because I would definitely have to. <laughs> it was like, hey, I'm going to pay for this. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you for getting the joke. I appreciate yeah. that. Mm -hmm. I would have been heckled for that one probably. Yeah. <laughs> so, yep. but everything's good now? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Awesome. I've never been better in my life. That is great. Okay. All right. That's what I want to know. But that means, so 2018 was a huge revolution of a year for you then. Oh yeah. I've uh yeah, I've never been better in my life. That's great to hear, man. That is really yeah. great to hear. Because you've also, yeah. I mean, we've talked off air many, many times throughout the years, but when you're on the show, you're a very well put together person. So it's not like you were it, you didn't show maybe the cracks that were happening before. And it's just nice to hear that even through all the adversity, you were still able to get through all that. And now you're feeling better than you ever were. Yeah, no. It, yeah, I mean, I'm a pretty, like, <laughs> I mean, even at my worst, I'm still, and this is so douchey to say about <laughs> yourself as a person, but, like, I'm pretty fucking smart. You know what I mean? There you go. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm okay at life, you know? Right, right, right. I'm just, but I'm also like very critical of myself and there's things to be critical about that I also like put in the back of my mind because I have excuses and I just, 2018 was a year that I went, oh, fuck all these excuses, like be a better person, quit gotcha. being such a fucking loser, you know? Huh, okay. No, that's, look, it's like I said. It is great to hear about that stuff. Now, by the way, before we move on, whenever you're ready, you're going to have to send me one of those sets, and that'll be an off-air thing. But you Dude, might I'll have send to... you all of them. I don't care. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I know some people can be very sensitive about, especially beginning stand-up routines and that stuff, but I would love to see that stuff. 
Oh yeah. Like I only have a couple videos, yeah, but, yeah. uh, I'll send you the hits. Okay. There <laughs> you, you know, go. and even then you'll, you'll maybe chuckle about it. It won't be super hilarious. Hey, that works for me. I'm very impressed by people that are able to do stand up. Like there are lots of really, really terrible stand ups for sure. But to be oh, yeah. able to go up there to have the confidence level to do that kind of thing, I'm always like, I'm always going to give that respect. Well, you know, and that's, that's hard. I noticed that with other, like, open micers. <laughs> Can you hear me, by the way? Yeah, I mean, I hear a lot of stuff going on outside and around you. But I, like I said, okay. we talked about it. That's fine. We're just, we're shooting. Okay, sorry. So, yeah, yeah, no worries. Um, so, where was I? Oh, talking about open micers and getting up, like, the confidence level to get up and do that. Oh, okay, yeah. So, the thing is, is, like, there's this one open micer that I see around, you know, and I follow him on Instagram, and, like, he's like a life coach or whatever, right? Okay. Really cool guy. I mean, he's, like, 40, so, like, he actually has life experience to be a life coach. Sure. And, but he's even done, like, public speaking and stuff. But he had to go out and, like, buy a mic because he is uncomfortable holding a mic, uh, you know? Okay. So many people, like... I think that they just, they, they have to learn how to even be on stage. Right. Right. And I've spent 10 years of my life doing that. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, in fact, the only thing that like the hardest part about my first set ever was when you're in a band, the lights shine down on your back. Mm -hmm. But when you're doing open mic, they shine right in your fucking eyes. And it threw me off really hard. Ah, okay. So was it also, did it have anything to do with not having, like, backup, not having your band on there? Was that weird, getting on stage alone? Uh, no. Okay. No, it was, it was really fine just being by myself. Um, it, it does put a different pressure on you. I mean, that's, that's, you can't, like, discredit that for people either. I don't know. Like, if you're a musician and you ever want to try it, it is way different, <laughs> you know? Oh, for sure. But I've always been a confident person on stage you know usually people are just like trying to stand out of my way like Heath or you know anybody that I've ever played with they're just trying to get out of my way so I don't trip on their guitar chords and shit <laughs> by the way I know there's construction happening outside your outside your place was there just like an air force fighter that went right by you <laughs> no that was that was a car and it was blaring that music just like oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, All right. sorry. No, that I'm was, going back inside. That was funny. Oh, okay, that's the difference. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's my bad. I get talking, and then I'm a bad smoker, and no you know me. Well, the, actually, that is a question. So all these things that you're doing in your life to change for the better, how's the smoking going? You know what's funny? I had quit smoking. Um, God, it was in the middle of me being out of work when I hit my head. Oh, okay. And I had quit smoking for three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so actually, it was, it was probably at the tail end. All right. And my dad came and watched me do my third stand-up spot ever. Mm-hmm. And he offered me a cigarette. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then we went to dinner and we were walking back to the club so that I could do my set. And... Uh, he bought me two packs of cigarettes and that's when I jumped back on the train. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. So, (laughs) 
But I don't know. It's still stupid. I would like to quit again, but there was a point where I was like smoking three packs of cigarettes a day. Right. And I'm definitely not doing that anymore. You know, like I'll smoke like a pack a day now, which is still horrible. I mean, I don't, I, I mean, it goes without saying, but I'm going to say it is like, if you're listening to this, never fucking smoke if you haven't already. Right. Not even one. Yeah. I think you might've said that on the show before as well. Yeah. (laughs) And I just, I smoke. I don't know. I just fucking, I'm stupid. (laughs) Like I said, I'm I'm smart enough to know I'm fucking dumb, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I, I know you're not fooling yourself into thinking that you're doing something good by smoking, but it is better that you have reduced the amount. Because I remember when we were talking before, it was a significant amount of cigarettes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like I said, I was I was doing three packs a day, and then if I'd go to, like, parties and shit, yeah. that's another thing I don't do anymore, is I don't party. Oh, okay. Um, Like, I'll go to, like, parties where it's, like, ugly Christmas sweater parties or something, gotcha. but it's, I don't fucking party anymore, you gotcha. know? All right, so if this was a scene in Hot Rod and you were being introduced to everyone, you would not say, hey, I'm Gray, I like to party. (laughs) No, it would be like, hey, I'm Gray, I like to party, but you're not invited. Ah, there you go, okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So let's, let's definitely talk, we've talked about a lot already, but let's even go into, you know, actually how we got introduced was through the band Charlatan. And uh-huh. obviously, you guys are still together. You're on Revival Recordings, and you put out the brand new single, Sucker Punch, last year as well. So can you tell me, I know there's been a ton of changes in the band. What is your status right now? Um, if I was to speak super confidently and not lie, okay. I would say that the status of Charlatan is absolutely fucking unknown. Oh, shit. All right. Yeah. That caught me off guard. All right. So I was even, you know, I was talking to Heath, my, uh, like, co-founding member of the band last night. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he's going through his own stuff. Uh, Um, You know, I I won't go, like, into his life Mm -hmm. because that's not my story to tell. Right, right. But um, he's going through his own shit, and... I don't know. I would say like a year ago, maybe not even a year ago, maybe last like March, May, you know, we didn't know if we were going to even make a new album. Right. And then things kind of got better. And so we started, I mean, we had all these songs like half written, you know, Sure. like maybe we could do something with this, maybe not. And then, Finally, we recorded uh, Sucker Punch, and then we have another song that I actually have sent to you yep. just like, for ears. Yep. And that's all that we have officially recorded. Okay. And so then, with them, like, and then things kind of fucking blew up again. And we were talking about it last night, and he was asking me what I want to do. And I'm just like, man, I'm. I'm not going to do this unless it's fun. I'm not going to do it unless it's something I'm be willing to pay for. Right. You know? And so if this is fun, yeah, I'm all about it. Let's make some more music. If not, I think the the next song that we have to release, like, it's a good enough goodbye. 
as good enough of a goodbye as I've ever wanted to fucking give anything, you know? Uh, okay. And that's not even to say Charlatan's done. It's just like, I literally have no fucking clue what's going on. Okay. You know, like, I, I don't know. I don't know what we'll do. Interesting. But I know he says started making his own music. Ah, um, all right. He has a project. He hasn't released anything, but he's going to call it Caskets. Okay. All right. Um, I have my own stuff that I haven't, you know, I haven't released anything either. And I'm going to do my own solo album at least. Oh, okay. All right. And when that'll come out, uh, I don't know. Just whenever it's done, you know, I'm going about it. The tool method, just like fucking (laughs) whenever I want. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) You know, I'm still, I I write music, you know, at least I write something once a week. Oh, wow. And then, you know, like, but that doesn't mean I've got it fully recorded right. or anything. And yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm like, I'm all about creating and I'm, I'm no longer like at 25 years old in the year 2019, mm-hmm. I realized that, uh, this fucking like, none of this shit's going to go anywhere, <laughs> you know, like with the way the internet is now, with the way music, with the way that fucking people look at art in general. Sure. Like, fuck it. I mean, like, I, I don't need somebody's fucking validation of me. Dang. All I need to do is create it, enjoy it myself. If you like it, cool. If not, fuck your own ass. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> no, I look, I mean, I, I'm glad that you said that. I, I have to work on that. I think that's something that I said. I don't make New Year's resolutions. I don't do that. I just, I change when I want to change. And one of the things I said was I want to stop taking certain things as seriously as I take them. You know what I mean? Right. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm a perfectionist. I like certain things done a certain way. But I started letting it seep into me too much. It never affected the shows. But letting other people's opinions or someone doing quote-unquote better than me, Mm -hmm. that started to, like, depress me. So Oh, really? Yeah, and I want to... I want to stop that. You know what I mean? Like, I've always had uh, respect for people that do things a certain way, but I never really respected people that ripped people off and got to certain places because of that. And now right. now I'm trying not to care about that, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, mean, I understand it on a level. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm luckily, like, luckily, luckily enough for me, I've never had that in my mind mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah, yeah like i've always just been do things for i'm a very selfish person <laughs> um <laughs> like I've, I've never had that about me mm-hmm. but i get it you know what i mean like i i totally understand the mindset i just don't have that mindset right and so like for you to like be working on that that's dope i mean that's way cool because life is so much easier when you don't give a fuck about what other people around you are doing Yeah, and and I think I've always had that feeling of I don't give a fuck what anyone thinks. I mean, that's why when I say that kind of stuff, it never affected the show. It never affected, like, I was not like, oh, because I think people will be pissed off if I joke around about this band. Let me take that out. Like, that's never Mm -hmm. been something that's happened. So the integrity of the I I don't mean that, like, uh, you – so, like, not that – it's not the mentality of I don't give a shit what people think. Mm -hmm. But because there's a separate mentality that I don't care what people do. Right. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. And yep. that's the one that people need to understand. Oh, for sure. No, absolutely. And it's something that, you know, you work, it's the same way as what you were just talking about with working with your music. If you have, if you go into things thinking, all right, well, this isn't going to go anywhere, but I'm doing what I like or what I love and you're putting it out there for everyone, I think that's where my mindset was not exactly where it should have been, you know, these past right. four years or so. You know what I mean? Yep, yep, I do. So now yeah. I can just kind of try and shed that and just do the shows like I want, maybe not even put in all that extra effort that didn't seem to be catching on anyways. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, and no one's ever going to care about what you do as much as you do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's very true. Except for, I mean, I guess unless you're a quote-unquote stan of a band, I guess that's the only way that stuff like ever. what? You've a never, what of a you band? haven't heard that? It's one of the worst things I've ever, I, I hate it so much. So remember the Eminem song, Stan? Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, like, okay, so like the dude who's willing to kill himself and his girlfriend. Yeah, people, people now call themselves stans of bands. That's funny. I've never heard that used like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's everywhere. And maybe that's because you're more on Instagram than you are on Twitter. Oh, okay. Yeah, if you do Facebook and you do Twitter, people are self-described stands of what, you know, put in whatever <laughs> band you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is so funny, man. It's funny, but then also the saddest thing that I've ever heard. Oh, yeah. That's sad. That's a, that's a horrible life. Yeah, that's what I was, I mean, and that's why I have to block most people that that's what they do, because, you know, if you stand a band, then you only post about that band and only post pictures sometimes of, like, their hands. <laughs> it's just fucking weird. <laughs> that's funny. And that's, oh, my God. That's all. See, this is why I think you might want to join Twitter at some point. Because yeah, you dude, could do, you're going to have to give me a lesson. Oh, yeah, and then you could do that shit for whatever you wanted to do and it would just be funny because I know you're doing a parody. You know what I mean? Right. Like yeah. I I enjoy that. It's just really sad when you see that these are real people with real feelings about that. That is so awesome. That, I'm so <laughs> glad those people exist in the world. I mean their life sucks and their existence is purposeless. But yeah. like they're wastes of everything. Yeah. Fuck, what a time to be alive, man. Exactly. Look, twenty nineteen. How amazing is this already? It's great, dude. This year is going to rock. That, honestly, I am really hoping for that. And I think that is really the attitude you need to go into a new year, you know? Oh, yeah. You got to go into anything like that. And that's good. I think you've always had, it seems to me, since knowing you, it seems like you always have had that perspective. I don't normally have that perspective, so that's why I'm hoping to change that stuff around a little bit. Yeah, well, my problem is I have a god complex, so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could tell. I could tell. I yeah. We might have even talked about that a little bit before. Yeah, probably have. <laughs> well, that's why I just figured sex cells was your god complex just manifested. <laughs> oh, dude, I got a funny little story about that. All right. So, I had done a couple of the songs or whatever. I hadn't even released anything on Spotify. Um, but I started these little fake Instagram and Twitter accounts mm -hmm. for sex sales. And on Instagram, I only follow, uh, it's, there's literally like a hashtag just called she So I'm not being <laughs> the one who's 
you know, like inconsiderate or yeah, offensive I'm not, there's, or whatever. There's literally that hashtag right. that that sex sells follows. <laughs> and it's a body positive model <laughs> and uh big hairy gay men. Ah, sure. So yeah. like that's kind of the sex sells shtick. <laughs> and uh, then on Twitter, it's just every SoundCloud rapper I could think of. Oh, sure. So, yeah. <laughs> but I don't even think I've made a tweet with myself. <laughs> yeah, I've kind of fallen off. Yeah, I but haven't seen it. I got kind of stuck on... Uh, there's this song that I'm writing, because there's this stripper that I know. She doesn't know me, but I know her. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she was she posted this thing about dancing to... Or being able to dance to the music that she picks. Mm-hmm. What should she dance to? So I said, sex sells. And uh, she's like, okay, but only if he makes a, a song about me. Oh. And I started making this song about her, and I, I literally got stuck. <laughs> All I've got is one line, and it's, uh, I like the girl with the glasses. She's got a butt, like 39 asses. And <laughs> genius. Absolute yeah. genius. Wait, but yeah, how- no, it's stupid. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> I don't tell her. Tell her I'll fucking dedicate a podcast to her too. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Anything that'll get me on oh, the yeah. strippers radar. Yeah, <laughs> I should do this. We should do a podcast where I'm just in sex sales character one time. Uh yes. <laughs> Honestly, I was going. So since we had had this planned a little bit, I had said I like in my head. I go, you know what? What if he did the character? Just the whole entire time, I was like, "Oh no, this is not enough time for him to prep for that." So that was yeah. actually a thought that I had. Yeah, we'll have to do it. Maybe when the EP comes out. Okay. Yes, I think that would be a lot of fun. <laughs> That'd be a lot of Hell fun. yeah, dude! <laughs> <laughs> I love. Believe me, I love that shit. Like when Guar came on and he was in uh, character for that. Like, I there's something about that that's so much fun. It's really the only. There's like two podcasts I listen to. And one of them is a show called Comedy Bang Bang. And all they oh, do yeah. yeah, and all they do is have guests come in, like they'll have a real guest, a quote unquote real guest, and then they have like two or three other made up guests and they just come Are in they still and still doing that? They're on like their tenth year now. Oh, yeah. No, I knew it was around forever. Like I was a really big fan of the T V show. Oh yeah, yeah. The T V show is over. But they're still doing yeah. the TV show on the podcast, you know, and they've been doing that for forever. That's great. Does Scott Ackerman still host? Yeah, Scott Ackerman's still the That's host. So yeah. good. I'll have to give it a listen. Oh yeah, yeah. Paul F. Tompkins comes in and does characters all the time. Like, oh yeah, you won't <laughs> you won't miss a beat by coming into the show and hearing it now. My favorite is that guy. I don't know if they do it on the podcast or on the TV show where he has little, like he's a little guy and he's like, I'll stab you. Ah, <laughs> uh, Fivel. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. See, I, I believe me. I, I love the fucking show. Yeah. No. No. That's Bobby Moynihan. He comes on and does Fivel. They have like four or five episodes of Fivel and him traveling in time and stuff. On the podcast. On the podcast. Yeah. yeah. That is so great. He's oh, yeah. my favorite. Oh yeah. That no. Absolutely. That character alone is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Yeah. They had him do an episode, or maybe actually multiple episodes, where Paul F. Tompkins was Andrew uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber. <laughs> and Fievel was on, and they were interacting 
where you know he's a he's a little boy who doesn't have a family. So should Andrew Lloyd Webber adopt him? <laughs> that is so funny. Oh yeah, and that's the stuff. Like I wish I could do stuff like that. Like I'm not even gonna pretend. I wish I knew people. Like if you were willing to do that, if we could get people. Oh yeah. Oh, it would be great because I could easily. Well, not easily because what Scott Ackerman does is crazy good. But I would love to be that person who can play the straight guy, but then also play into all the different characters. You know what I mean? Right. That's mm-hmm. that's so much fun. Yeah. Um, I, I don't even mean to like plug this because it really doesn't exist yet, you know, because <laughs> that's not what I'm doing. Uh, but like for my podcast, mm-hmm. I want to have a couple of sections where, you know, like I'll interview people and do that. But also um, I've done a couple episodes where, um, I will just like kind of explain what I'm reading right now and how it kind of implements into my life okay, or affects my life or whatever. Yeah. But I want to do one where it's just like, we're all scripted out and it's basically like the Monty Python, like, uh, uh, albums, you know? Oh, sure, sure. But yep. it's just a whole podcast of me, like with doing scripted Monty Python esque, like comedy. <laughs> You know. I'd be down for that. I got gotcha. you. And yeah, I, I just like I don't know. I, I think that would be so much fun to do. It's just like script something out and write it. Yeah, and perform it. Like I would love to be a voice actor. It'd be a it'd be a ton of fun. Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, I found a website that you could like submit stuff and like kind of get your own. Like, kind of represent yourself. It's a lot of work if you want to do it sure. without, like, an actual agency or anything behind you. But, I don't know. I think it'd, it'd be really, like, fairly simple. Damn. Yeah. I, I had no idea. I had no idea whatsoever. But that's why, I mean, it's one of the reasons why I do all these podcasts. And then I have another one starting, I don't know, maybe in a couple weeks. So oh, really? Just, yeah. I, I think What's we had, that one? I think we had talked about it, and you will definitely have to come on the show. Okay. It's a relationship show. Oh, yeah. Ian Hates Love is officially their actual episodes recorded. I have artwork. So now I just have to get music and then I submit it. So that's actually finally happening. Right on, dude. Yeah. That's going to be a lot of fun because there, and I look, this is one thing I would love to talk to you about it. But if I give out the ideas, people will take them. So I have to keep. I have to yeah. keep certain ones like keep it to close myself. to the chest, but uh, you'll have to tell me. Oh yeah, you got to come on and talk about stuff because you could even do a character on that show. Okay, perfect. No, it's gonna be a ton of fun. It'll be like uh, what was that love line with like Doctor Drew yeah. and Adam Carolla? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I know I'm not doing anything like. This show won't be like a brand new type thing. Just some of the uh-huh. bits that I have planned will be different. But yeah, I think every relationship show is like Loveline. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I think that yeah, that's probably like the basis of a bad. Oh, maybe not. Maybe there's some other kind of genesis, but that's the one people refer to. What was that really old? I mean, she's probably still really old or she's gone. What was that really old lady who used to talk about sex all the time? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And she'd be like, oh, the dildo, and you put it in your pussy. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. Hey, see, you could come on the show and be her character by doing <laughs> yeah, that voice Yeah, I'll have to figure time. out her name and then figure out her voice. Yeah, see. I, I want to say she was German because there's this lady that lived in my hometown mm-hmm. that she looked exactly like her. Oh, wow. And okay. she came from Germany. So. Oh, okay. 
that's a possibility. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's the kind of fun stuff that I want to do on that show while also being semi-serious about stuff as well. Oh, yeah. 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 So yeah, 2019 should be pretty fun in that aspect. So let me ask you a question because we're coming up on almost an hour now of just shooting the shit on this stuff. Do you want yeah. to do you want to go and talk about some of the band like we did last year where you talked about music or do you want to end the show here because we've already got a ton of stuff that we covered? What do you think? Um I'll talk about a couple of the things that I've been doing. Okay. Do you listen to any bands that are in the quote unquote scene? See, that's hard. Like, what do you mean by quote-unquote scene? <laughs> I've never understood the idea of, like, scenes or genres, even. I think scene is a joke. I, I do that as a joke. That's why I always do the hashtag. I, I, I figured you did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? It's it's like, I do that hashtag, hashtag we are the scene. And it's a joke against other people that use that as an actual, like, thing. Right, like it's it's like an irony thing. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not sure if people get that joke as much as I like them to. But basically, when I say scene, it's not like, hey, these people have tattoos, like that's the kind of music. It's more, or they wear certain clothes. It's more, sometimes it's easy to use that as a term to talk about anything that's between rock and metal music, where you're talking some type of a core. In most cases, you know what I mean? So post-hardcore, metalcore, electronicore, you know, all that kind of shit. So I think people might be surprised when they hear the list that you make that you don't have a, like a Bring Me the Horizon on your list. You don't have, that's not really your style. Right. I mean, God, that's so hard because like I I did, I liked the, the, what was that first Bring Me the Horizon song that they just released? Oh, the newest mantra, little, mantra or something. Right, right, right. Yeah, I yeah. like mantra. I thought the video was fucking amazing. I think they're very good at their videos. I think they are very good. Now, have you heard the song? I think when we're talking, the song came out yesterday. The song Medicate. Did you listen to that yet? No, I haven't heard the song, but I did see a snippet of the video without sound. I yeah. don't know why I wasn't listening to the sound, but <laughs> it was like that graphic design. You know, like it was made in uh, whatever that fucking big spectrum or something. Yeah, right, I think right, they right. call it. Sure. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw the like video clip and I was like, "Hey, this is probably a cool fucking song, but or at least video." But no, I I was never a big Bring Me the Horizon fan. Mm-hmm. And then when they came out with that fucking stupid album that had that true friend stab you in the front and was like no you just you that that whole album was just a bunch of fucking cliche after cliche like you could have been a 12 year old girl and wrote that fucking album that album sucked <laughs> well hold on gray girls can do anything women can do anything it's 2019 so you can... <laughs> well they can it doesn't mean they'll be good at it though you know that's the problem <laughs> No, I... Well, here's the thing. He's a guy, and he fucking wrote that shitty piece of shit. I mean, it was just fucking dog shit. It was that whole album sucked. See, you know what's funny is I love hearing that sometimes because that's the album that literally everyone loves. Of course, it, it's I mean, so funny. It's, it's the Metallica Black album, except fucking like it's not good. <laughs> I just. Oh man, I just want that quote to be under like you know when they do album reviews. Man, <laughs> yeah, I just like want that. Palm trees around yeah. it. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Love it. Yeah, love it. No, I get it, and that's and that's kind of why I'm asking is because 
you know, I think a lot of people, especially, look, this is something I suffer from, is Mm -hmm. I like a certain style of music, and I will listen to other things, but I don't know if I have the capacity to feel that music the way other people feel it. You know what I mean? So, with this last track... Some things just aren't made for me. Right. Right, exactly. And I think sometimes I'm the opposite that way, where... Like other music, if it's not something rock, if it's not something metal, then it's not made for me. It's very, right. you know what I mean? It's very rare for me to go out and find something different. Like for me, I and I talked about this a little bit, but, you know, when you get a chance to listen to Medicaid by Bring Me the Horizon, to me, that's the point where they went complete pop. There's no more rock. Pop. There's, yeah, ex- extreme pop like you could hear okay. that to me you could hear that track in a club and people okay. will dance to it so i might like it yeah you might like you know? it yeah and i don't hold it against i mean i would hope most people don't hold it against if someone likes something but there's always oh, no. gonna be me and you have fucking like musical disputes all the time to oh, where you're like sure. this is really good and i'm like nah and then same thing right and as long me, as as know? long as people can joke around about it i think that's oh, all that yeah. matters you know what i mean but if anyone gets really mad, I think that's something that I've dealt with since I've been on radio was right. if you make fun of something, people get really fucking pissed off about it. It's like, look, you could make fun of my favorite band of all time. And as long as the joke's funny, first of all, I'm not going to get mad at you either way. But if the joke's right. funny, I'm still going to laugh at it. Of course. Yeah, people, I, music is so emotional and it is so personal. Right. right. I agree. Like, there are things that just get you through shit. Like, I've always said that music saved my life, not because it saved me from, like, killing myself, but it, it, music literally saved me from, like, killing people. Yeah. There I was you go. definitely going to be one of those nihilistic school shooters. <laughs> one thing that saved me is I had really good friends. The other one is I had a really good dad. The other is I had really good music right. that, like, helped me get my anger out. Sports. Um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, like, but music was a part of that thing that saved my life from me just rotting in prison because I was just a fucking angry nihilist, right. you know? Right. Yep. No, I totally and, get it. I totally get it. Yeah. That's why I, so, that's why I dedicate so much of myself. Like, I, you know, I've, I've been in failed bands and everything, but I dedicate so much to the podcast because I get to spread my love of music. Right. No, I, I get that, dude. That's why, like, in fact, sometimes I talk to you and it reminds me, it's like, oh yeah, you know, like there is somebody out there that actually loves music. Yeah. You know, beyond me. <laughs> oh yeah. And I know, and that's the thing. I sometimes, I wish I could do what you do. When you give me that list, I will go through that list and I will listen to the bands, but it will be a slim amount that will connect to me the way that they connect to you. And I wish okay. I had that ability. Like, you know, I make fun of country music, but I wish I could appreciate country music right and see and exactly to that point is like i fucking hate country music but right. if you give me a good singer songwriter like yeah that that can connect to me you know like that uh dan or whatever his name is that bearded dude you know that you were like hey i think that's country i was like oh yeah he is oh, but yeah. i don't think about it that way because he's just a really good singer songwriter right right and i wish i think part of my quote-unquote job as you know, doing podcasts and social media and all that bullshit is that I have to subcategorize things. It's just, right. it's no, part of it. Sure. You know what I mean? You have to do that. But I know a lot of bands don't even like to be subcategorized because they don't really 
think that that's a good thing, but for marketing purposes and all that kind of stuff, you kind of have to do it. Oh yeah. Like if you ever want to explain what your band's like, yeah. like it, it, you just have to, and I've grown to live with that, you know? Right. right. And it's tough. Yeah. It's gotta be tough for you because you want, you want your music to get out to everyone, but you know that that's almost not possible, you know? Right. Yeah. And there's some people that I just go like, well, I haven't done this, but I would love to, you okay. know, is just be like, <laughs> especially those people that you know they're not going to look up your band, is just be like, okay, have you ever heard of Nickelback? And they'd be like, oh, yeah, I love Nickelback. And be like, okay, well, imagine if they just fucking screamed all the time. <laughs> because, I mean, it's not it's not the truth, but, no. like, but they they're might not going to look you up anyways. Yeah, that's that's the whole thing. Yeah, it's it's just about getting more ears imagine to listen. If, <laughs> imagine if Nickelback, like, sang about like raping little girls. Like that's not what my music's about, but they're never going to talk about it. Whoa, whoa, you're blowing my mind. They don't sing about that? Well, I they, I mean, there's probably some undertones. I'm Who just I'm, ch- I'm just checking. That's all. I was a little worried though. <laughs> I was like my life has been a lie. <laughs> uh, let me go and get back to the previous point. Um Okay. So like the three bands in high school that like I loved mm-hmm. that I, I would say connected me to the scene. And, but, and these were like the three bands that like, and basically this is all I listened to it was Avenged Sevenfold, Bullet for My Valentine and Slipknot. Like, so sure. I, I listened to those religiously. Right. 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 You know, okay. and I was 16 and like, fuck, I, I still go back to some of those out. Like even that new Slipknot song. I loved it. I really did. By the way, I mean, we haven't technically, I haven't recorded it yet. But I have my best and worst lists and all that crap, you know, that people do. I don't do top tens or anything. I just, I do a list like you do. I, I have right. a list out and I say this is what you should listen to that came out in 2018. And here's really shitty music that you can listen to, but just know that it's really bad. That Slipknot track is like my favorite single of the year. Oh yeah, it is so good. Even the lyrics in that song. I I was quoting the lyrics because it's actually, it's almost goes, to be quite honest, it goes back to the point that you made earlier. If I'm going to do something, would I pay for it? And they're telling people basically live the best life you can, like Mm -hmm. live all out life. And I've never heard anyone actually say it that way before, but that's a great lyric. Yeah. Or or what's that one lyric? It's like uh, new doesn't mean best. Yes. Newest doesn't mean best. Something like that. I love it. Yeah, it was so good. So good. And I've, I've loved everything they've ever done, for Me real. Me too. Yeah, there's never... Slipknot was something I started with very early, and they never got out of my system, ever. Yeah, and I came into it later in life with uh, that the Psychosocial album or whatever. Oh, sure. I don't know what the album's called. But I, I came to it with that album, and then I went back through their dis- discography, and I was like, okay, there's not a song on here that I don't like. Yeah, they. I mean, they were made fun of for their entire careers. I don't know if anyone really makes fun of them anymore, but it's insane. If they put out that full-length album this year, it's going to do massive numbers. Oh, yeah. I mean, my dad goes to fucking not that, you know? Oh, like, wow. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Well, I mean, they, they're playing the Iowa State Fair for the first time ever, like, this year. And I actually thought about it. I was like, if I had the money... That would actually be kind of cool to go to. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, no, I, I totally get it. I think that's why I want to ask you, and I know we've kind of talked about that before, but it is interesting how you can make the music that you make and still like all of these different artists and really hate some of the stuff that people would be like, oh, well, this this sounds a little bit like you. 
Right. Yeah. Well, honestly, I think most of it is lyrics. Oh, sure. Lyrics. Like that Bring Me the Horizon album. It's not a bad album, musically. Mm -hmm. In fact, it's a really good album, musically. But the lyrics are so fucking trash that it's not worth it. Yeah, and I, I totally agree because I think that's one thing. When we do album reviews on the show, a lot of times I hone in on those lyrics. And if a, especially if a veteran band, if a band's been putting out albums throughout the years and they were considered, you know, big time in the scene or, you know, whatever you want to call it, if you're still writing, you know, lyrics that a 14 year old girl would write, then there's right. something wrong here. Yeah. Well, and, and it's for a purpose and it's not for me. You know, right. it's, it's for 14 year old girls. That's the thing. Exactly. Because they're what, I guess, what's buying the the band merch or something i don't i don't yeah. know but well that and then if you think about like the way that people in the music industry are now especially in the quote unquote scene yeah you know they're just they're trying to they're, they're draking these little girls to where they go okay well in a few months she's going to be a fucking big titty goth girl and then i'll be able to fuck her and then some don't wait and they go to prison and that's great well they should i go mean to prison. what i actually <laughs> What I should do, actually, you gave me a good idea. I should do a retrospective of 2018 and show all the bands that you will not hear anything from anymore because of their text messages and just, yep, yep going over, like going for underage girls is the most ridiculous thing you can possibly do. Dude, I, I worry so much about that, like on a sidebar, it, because like I do have like these you know, like 17, 16 year old girls that like DM me and like Instagram and stuff, you know? And to draw the line between like this, Hey, thank you for appreciating what I do. Mm -hmm. Because like, you know, like there's, there's a couple people that like try and like text me and, you know, as long as they're sitting there going, Hey, this is kind of the way my life's going. And you know, can you talk me through it? It's like, I'll do that all day. Right. You know, if I can help out some, not even girl, just, but like any just young kid and say, Hey, you know, life is fucking worth earning your breath for, you know, I'll do that all day. Right. But anytime it gets a little into this, like, okay, well, like let's play the question game. It's like, Oh, uh, I'm not going to ask you any questions. Right. You know, it's like, how's your day? That's my fucking question. Yeah. You know, but if if it gets into some creepy shit, it's like, like there was one girl I had to be like, okay, like, does your, you, you know that like, uh, this isn't going anywhere, right? Like I'm literally only interested in you as a fan, right? like, like, because you're a fan of mine and right. it's just, it's fuck man. It, yeah. Like, I, I don't get these dudes who actually like play into this game. It's like. And sometimes they're not even one play like they're the ones that are doing it. You know what I mean? They're the ones saying, well, Hey, let's play I mean. the question. That's yeah, what that's, I mean. It's like how ridiculous. can you take this like you know, sixteen year old girl who just like loves your music yeah. and looks up to you and how can you fucking tarnish that, you fucking piece of trash? Right. Like you're the biggest piece of shit ever. Yeah. Someone looks up to you like a fucking god and you rape them like the fucking Virgin Mary, man. Seriously. Like, you, yeah. you stupid fucking piece of shit. Yeah, it's just an awful... Yeah, it, it's hard to put your mindset into why someone would do that. And it is. It's, oh, it's, it's awful. It's, fuck, man. It's, it's such bullshit. 
you know, and like there, I don't get much, but like there is time to time where like these girls, they, you know, like they do, they want to like, just, they want to be appreciated by somebody, especially their fucking hero. Well, right. And you know, it's like, okay, yes, I will appreciate you as a fan. I will talk to you about your life. Mm -hmm. You know, like I'll, I'll even, I've had like three week conversations with these people. Sure. You know, yeah. because they're people, not because they're fucking little girls. Man. Right. Like, that's when it gets into this thing. And, you know, like, they they want to do, they, they want to be appreciated by you. But the thing is, is I found a very easy way to maneuver that. And that is just to appreciate them as a fan. And then they won't try and fucking send you tits. Exactly. You right. know? Right. Like, appreciate them as a person who appreciates you. Just like you would any normal fucking person in the world. And they're not going to try and sit there and fucking send you pussy shots. And exactly. that's the way you fucking maneuver it. It's not that fucking hard. <laughs> it's really it hard. is scary. It's always scary, but it's right. never hard. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Gray, I think that is a perfect time to end this episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're getting into like. Uh, oh, that's funny. I, yeah, <laughs> I have a feeling. Waters. Oh, yeah. We're going to go way off the deep end if we continue. Yeah. I think we both know each other well enough to know that we could continue, and it's probably not the best idea. So, right. <laughs> great. Yeah. I am really happy to hear about everything that's been going on in your life in 2018. Obviously, I wish you the best 2019 possible. I know for sure, you know, when the EP comes out, we'll definitely work on something for Sex Cells. You know, <laughs> yeah. obviously, you and I will keep in contact anyways. But then also remember, we're definitely going to be doing at least one more show this year together because we're going to be doing the movie It Part 2. Is that coming out this year? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we didn't even get into books this time. No, we didn't get Jeez. into books. We didn't get into movies. And we're still on like an hour and a half. So that's why I was like, yeah. that, that is good. I, I think we'll be good. But we're going to have plenty more to talk about as this year continues. Yeah. Okay. Perfect, man. I can't wait to do this again. Awesome. And thank you so much, man. And like I said, you know, just like every episode, I'll have links in the description of the episode so people can not only check out, you know, whether Charlatan continues or not, they'll be able to check out everything you've got there, as well as Sex Cells. And we'll have the list of, you know, your favorite music from 2018. We'll do all of that kind of stuff. So once again, man, thank you so much. Absolutely. Thanks again. Thank you, everybody, whoever listens to this. And you know, who appreciates us and who appreciates the show because this show, it really is. It's, it's a highlight every time I get to do it. So thank you. You're the best man. All right. We'll talk soon. And I will leave you the way I always do long days and pleasant nights. Thanks everyone. I can fuck so fast, I can fuck so fast, fuck so fast that bitches call me flash, bitches call me flash, fuck so fast and eat your butt so quick, eat your butt so quick, I want seconds, this ain't over yet, this ain't okay, now it is. I just fucked you, you didn't know it, didn't even touch you, so fast I was gone. I got pulled over, big ass, do I know how fast I was going? I said I don't know, like three million over, then we fucked real quick, didn't even get a warning. What takes you hours doesn't take me minutes Fastest rapper that there's been is Busta Rhymes I'm second and then you multiply by every other MC Divided by Eminem to equal me They're better rappers 
but I'd fuck faster. I can fuck so fast, I can fuck so fast, fuck so fast that bitches call me flash, bitches call me flash, fuck so fast and eat your butt so quick, eat your butt so quick. I want seconds, this ain't over yet, this ain't okay, now it is. I fly a lot, I'm high a lot, I fuck all the female pilots, dude pilots too, cause I like the fuck, it doesn't matter who, cause we barely touch, now I'm fucking my way through the first class, fuck 39 doctors and stewardess, said do it again, and you know I did, and the plane hasn't even taken off yet, the light says fasten your seatbelts, I'm fucking so fast that my dick melts, the plane's still not taking off yet, I turned this whole thing into a cockpit. It's a two-hour flight, turbulent shakes me, that's just right. The club I joined is a mile high, first one going one inch at a time. I can fuck so fast, I can fuck so fast, fuck so fast that bitches call me flash, bitches call me flash. Fuck so fast and eat your butt so quick, eat your butt so quick. I want seconds, this ain't over yet, this ain't okay, now it is. I can fuck faster than Takashi 6 9 It's running when he finds himself with Dr. Cosby with the coffee Spanish fly and a copy of Force Tatachi. Watch me. And even those two don't fuck fast as I be. Faster than your internet. Faster than the repo man. Faster than climate change. Oh, I just can't. Let's go again. I can fuck so fast, I can fuck so fast, fuck so fast that bitches call me flash, bitches call me flash, fuck so fast and eat your butt so quick, eat your butt so quick, I want seconds, this ain't over yet, this ain't okay, now it is. I can fuck so fast, I can fuck so fast, fuck so fast that bitches call me flash, bitches call me flash, fuck so fast and eat your butt so quick, eat your butt so quick, I want seconds, this ain't over yet, this ain't okay, now it is. So alright 